Welcome to Radio Plasma, space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. And today is a very important day. Today, the future of our country is decided by the ones who have the right to vote, to participate in the democratic process of deciding who is worth to stay or to be part of the government in the United States. This session is a little reminder of the consequences of our actions or inactions when the vote is casted or not by the people who has the right to do it. We are gathered today with a group of ethnic studies from Holyoke High School, from both campuses, and we're gonna have a quick conversation addressing why it is important to be part of this day. Even though all of our youth participating in this session today, they are not yet able to vote. They are involved and they have some stuff to say. So I want to welcome all of you and let's start with a very simple question. Why do you think it is important to vote today? So I think it's important to vote because uh, we have a democracy. We don't have a monarchy. We have to know what the people think and what the people want for the future of our country and city in general. And we cannot like you cannot just make the uh, like decision by yourself. You have to know what others want. Because if you make a decision and it's not the right decision, then the others will be mad that they did not get a say in it. Um, I think it's important to vote because the younger generation has more power of changing the way society is and like the way the world kind of like goes on. And so if we if we're taught about our social problems at this age, then we should have a say about what goes on and what should be changed and what shouldn't. Voting is honestly very important in our society because pretty much voting makes our lives better or worse. Everyone has to vote, even if it's unfair who we're voting for, even if it's unfair what we're voting for. We still have to vote because we have to decide if we want something better or something worse. We have to vote whether we want something to change or not. And even if that thing doesn't change us, it is very important to vote and to decide if we want a better place or a worse place. Who of you would love to be able to vote today? I would love to vote today because, well, yeah, because I'm 14, but I have to wait till I'm 18. I'm able to understand what the world is going, like how the world, world works. Like, I'm not four years old, I'm 14. So I should be able to get a say in what my life should be should turn into. I should not, like, just watch adults and 18 years old go off and vote when I'm able to understand what's going on. Uh, I want to vote because I think a lot of the problems that are going on in, like, our kind of, like, generation is kind of different. So... It's not how it used to be before, so other people might want to apply the same rules, but like there needs to be a change due to the fact that everything's like different now. 
our generation, it's more complicated than it used to be. And so it's important for people our age to vote because we have the power to change the future. Well, I think that if the state thinks that when you're 14 years old, you're responsible to have a job and be an individual, I think you you're responsible enough to vote. Like teenagers like us really should get the right to say and what we want for the future of our city because the city is just not for the adults it's for the teenagers too the people that understand like we want a better city and we should be able to vote i want to vote because i have so many opinions and kind of going off on what daniela said us the teenagers and the adults are very different and we have like different views and stuff like that so if we were allowed to vote I think um, our country would be very different because, yeah, again, we're different. The choices that, like, not choices, but like how it comes down to, like when all the voting is done, um, the results, it disappoints me because like there's some politicians that I think they aren't great to lead our country. but. Obviously, I can't really say anything because I'm not old enough to vote, you know? Yeah. When all of you mention change, what are the changes that you see are the most needed right now? Honestly, the most changes we need is the change in society, obviously. Um, like the drugs, the guns, the killing, the teenagers going to the hospital because of drugs. Like, that needs to change. And like, nurses getting so much like work, um, like teachers getting barely getting paid. Like, that needs to change because teachers are very important. And so are nurses. Like, we need to change that. If we don't change that, our society is just gonna keep going down. How are we supposed to live in a world where everything starts going wrong at some point? If we could make our changes ourselves, not only adults, it would be a lot better because like, we have different mindsets. Everyone has different mindsets. Everyone thinks differently. We're not just the same. And like Andrea said, if we're old enough to hold a job, to have like a bank account, if we're old enough to have all that, why can't we vote? Why can't we have the right to vote? Um, kind of like what she said, if we're old enough to have the res the responsibilities of some adults, I think we should be old enough to vote. And um, teenagers and adults have different mindsets, so when it comes to voting, older people think differently, so that's why change matters a lot right now because just as she was naming some of the social problems, homelessness is also another problem because in Holyoke we have a lot of like abandoned places where there could be so much shelters and spaces for people who don't have any homes. Racism. That's a big one. Racism. <clears throat> and just putting it there, I will ask all of you about racism. We see that happening in different places all across the United States. But when we think about our local environment, the city of Holyoke in Massachusetts, do you think there is racism here? And if yes or no, why? So I think there's a whole lot of racism. Like, it shouldn't be there. 
uh, me as a like um, I identify as multiracial, but I'm seen as a Latina. There's a lot of people that have been racist towards me. This one time, this girl didn't knew I knew English, and she was talking like a lot. She was saying, "Oh, she's probably Mexican. She's probably poor. She probably doesn't have enough to afford good shoes." I'm like, I feel so insulted. Like, just because a Mexican is seen that way, it doesn't mean that they're poor. Stereotypes and racism are one big problem of the community. And I think as a community that's mostly Latino and black, even though, like, it should be calm. Like, and, like, I don't understand because, like, it doesn't matter your race or who you are. We're human. We have feelings. We get hurt by the words you say. It's not like we're robots or anything. Um, I completely agree. I think in Holyoke there's a lot of racism, especially when it's not being known. Like, I know there's a lot of times at school I see kids picking on each other and, like, being racist, and a lot of them say it as a joke, but other people take it very seriously. So, like, when people make racist remarks to other people, they think they're joking, but it actually, like, takes offense to the other person. So I think that really needs to change, and it happens everywhere. I see it a lot, so if we had the power to change that, I think that would be one thing we would be able to change. Um, I know there is a lot of racism in Holyoke. I don't really see much of it, though. Sometimes joking around and stuff like that, it, it does offend people, and it is racist, even if you're joking about it. I know there's racism in Holyoke, but I haven't seen it. Like, I've heard stories about it, but I haven't seen it personally. But when I see racism in other states, it's, like, really scary. Because I'm Puerto Rican. I'm seen as a Latina, but I'm, I seen, I, I'm a multiracial, not just Latina. And, like, the case with the Puerto Rican woman and the old, and the old um, American guy who, like, was like, you shouldn't be here because you're Puerto Rican, that, like, really affected me because I was like... If there's guys like him out there, there could be guys like him near me. Many women and Latinos fear for their life. Like, that needs to change. Racism and sexism are horrible. So, to add on to my opinion, there's not that much racism in our society, but there is still there. And one thing that really bothers me is when people tell me, oh, if you're black, you can't be racist because you're the one that's being oppressed. That is a lie. Anyone can be racist. You're still, like, even the oppressed group can be racist. I don't want to sound racist myself, but sometimes, like, the most racist people I've encountered is, like, colored people because they think I'm white. Like, they really throw shade at me. Like, it really bothers me when they say colored people cannot be racist when you're still human, you have opinions, you can still be racist. It doesn't matter if you're Asian, black, or Latino. You still can be racist. Um, agreeing with her, I think a lot of the times people think that just because you're a certain race, it doesn't mean that you don't get the same kind of punishments that other people do. And seeing all the racist things happening around our world is very, like, disappointing because hearing that a lot of, like, Hispanics and Latinos and, you know, people from... Puerto Rico and other places like that get oppressed is like really hard to like 
see on the news and everywhere that it's happening. So I think that's why voting matters to us because we need to have the chance to change it. It's interesting to listen to your point of view and including the ones that makes you aware that racism is there even though you haven't experienced it or seen it firsthand, which also speaks of some advantages when people, the people who vote, make the right choice and participate and vote and that allows some elected officials to do the work that they're doing. In our case, in Massachusetts, we have several of them who have been working really hard to protect and defend those rights and make sure that maybe that level of racism and other different situations happening in the rest of the country are not felt that strong as you may see in different areas of the country. So just to give a little bit of the point of view that sometimes we have issues and problems that are concerning and need to be addressed and need to be changed, but also there are good things happening when we have the support and the good intentions of people in office to make those changes happening. And we're fortunate to have that kind of good people in office in, in several positions in our community and in our state in Massachusetts. So in many aspects, we are having better conditions compared to others. There's change that needs to happen, but sometimes to make that decision implies to keep things the way they are so we can ensure that those changes and those rights are not taken away. And with that, I want to bring a little bit of uh, attention to a concern some of you brought up about the support on one of the questions on the ballot, uh, particularly question number three. Yeah, I agree voting yes with, for question three because transgender people, they're just people, you know? If you want to take away their rights, it's just like thinking about a normal cis person, you're taking away their rights, like, think of it like that. It doesn't seem right, and it's just, it's cruel. You're, you're taking, you, <sighs> I don't know how to explain it, but you, it's, you're, you wanna take away someone's rights because they feel like they were born in the wrong body, and they wanna change that about themselves. It's, it's just wrong. <laughs> So adding on, I think what she's saying is like very true because people in the LGBTQ community get bashed on so much constantly and a lot of people used to think that being lesbian, gay, trans, or any other, you know, like different sexuality or what you choose to identify yourself as, people used to think that was an, a mental illness. So hearing that they wanted to take away people like that it's so upsetting because they're humans like us. They are, they just have different preferences. There's literally nothing different between me and a person that likes anything else. Like, they're just humans. I think it's truly unfair. Honestly, as a bisexual, I really take this personal because LGBTQ people get, on the, they're treated so wrongly but love is love. They're human. We're human. We have the same minds, same lungs, same hearts. Our bodies 
we're made of the same things as others. And loving someone isn't an illness. Same-sex marriage has been legal for like one or two years. And it's still a problem for some reason. Why can't you leave someone be? Just because they like someone and that's their same gender doesn't mean they're sick. It doesn't mean you have to send them to some stupid camp to make them f become better. It doesn't mean you have to go to a church and like treat them as if they were if they were possessed. Yes, I know. I bringing bringing up the church thing is like really a, a huge risk, but like it's still like really really wrong. I personally, um, I know I'm messed up, but I personally don't agree with being transgender. I'm sorry, but I still think that they're still human, like they still have rights. I don't really agree with it, but I don't judge them. They're still humans and it's not okay to take away their rights like that. Gay people, transgender people, like people just originally in the LGBTQ community get dehumanized for liking things that other people don't, or what other people consider normal. And it's not fair because just as a story like the Matthew Shepard story, it's kind of hard to like think about what would happen if that was me? What if I was that person? And how would that make everyone else feel and how it affects everyone else? Because um, Matthew Shepard was killed, beaten, and left to die, all because he liked the same gender. And just hearing stories like that is heartbreaking to know that people just like me with different preferences were treated like if they were anything else but human. Um, as if you were putting yourself in their shoes, you wouldn't want to be treated that way. It's like you're stripping their power from themselves they're getting pushed off to the side and they're being marginalized and they won't have the power to prove their selves to the world like we do ourselves. And it shouldn't be anyone else's business of who they are unless they make it somebody else's business. Like, I think about Frida Kahlo, an amazing artist who was also bisexual. What if she was alive right now? Like, what would you do to her if she was alive right now, would you like insult her just because she's bisexual? Or would you leave her be just because she's famous? Like I think about these things because a lot of people are treated differently because of their social class too. Just listening to your points of view, several issues are coming to the list of concerning. So racism, discrimination, classism, inequity, yeah. I think another problem that's been going on for years and years is sexism. Women have been getting treated differently for so long, and now that our rights have finally like been owned to us, it's been really hard to keep your confidence because women are, like the way society's built, women have to be beautiful in order to be you know, something that people want to, like, look at. Like, a lot of the times I see, like, on social media, they're like, oh, this gorgeous girl, and, like, her body is perfect, but 
I think a lot of the times everyone is perfect, no matter the way they're built. It doesn't matter. I think everyone is beautiful in their own way, and it shouldn't matter to other people whether they dress nicely or they don't. I think we're all very important. I agree with her point of view, but I kind of disagree. Um, I don't really associate with feminists, because like, what I think of feminists is that they want equal rights, but not equal responsibilities. Sometimes when you call them out on the equal rights thing, they're not really responsible about it. Like, I kind of disagree with feminism, but I agree at the same time. Women should have equal rights, but we also should have equal responsibilities. And I kind of disagree because today the standards are not that much right now. Today the standards are more about embracing your beauty. It doesn't matter who you are. I... Feminism, when it first started, it wasn't like how it is today. And that is true about how they want equality, but not responsibility and stuff like that. There is one thing that concerns me uh, talking about the elections. I don't know if you are aware of this. You were saying that if you could vote today, you will do it. What do you think about folks who have the right to vote and they don't? Because... I don't care about politics because I don't have time for that because I have other stuff to do because it doesn't matter. My opinion doesn't count. What do you think about that? What would you say to those folks? Okay. So it kind of is like not unfair. If you have your own opinions about it, then you should do it because there's other people who want their voices to be heard but they can't and you easily can have the ability to and you know yeah i would be a kind of rude about it i would be just like don't be so stupid because every opinion matters we're not running a monarchy here we're not running a you don't care here it's a democracy your opinion is so important You could be 70 years old, your opinion is still important. I don't understand why people say, I'm not voting, my opinion doesn't matter. One vote is one yes to something good. It's one yes to a big change. Like, every vote matters. I think it has to do with something with the social um, change and stuff. Because most of the people who say my, my opinion doesn't matter is like, I'm usually people of color and Latinos. They usually say that because white people have been on the top for so long that they already think they don't matter. And I think they at least should try. Them saying, my opinion doesn't matter, I shouldn't vote, I'm too tired, or I have too much to do. Yeah, it's all right that you have too much to do or that you're too tired, that's all right. But saying my opinion doesn't matter, that isn't right because there's a huge problem about it. Anything else that you would like to add? Just one little thing. One opinion is that guns are a big problem in our society too. And I think that you should have a police license to get a gun. Because in states, you can literally buy guns from Walmart or Kmart. That is not okay. So many people have lost their lives. So many mothers have lost their childs. People that wanted to make their dreams come true have lost their lives, and they cannot do that now. And I think it's an important thing. 
also licenses. In about two weeks, I believe, seven children have died in bus stops because drivers are careless. Like, now there's mothers having to pay funerals for their child that never got to grow up to see high school because of careless drivers. The thing about the guns, I kind of disagree with you that only police officers should have a license because there's also the law where you can protect yourself. If you have guns, then you can obviously protect yourself. I think you should have a license to protect yourself because one day a gun can either take your life away or then again save your life. So I disagree with you on the part where you say only police officers should have a gun and a gun license. People with the capacity to hold a gun with the mental capacity to handle it should be able to have a gun. And a driver's license, yes, that is a huge problem. But then again, it's not the license fault. It's the person's fault for being an idiot and not following rules. You should be able to protect yourself, but there should be a limit to what kinds of guns and stuff and how many you can have because if you have like a war right a war weapon that's a little too much yeah and you could just like i'm not saying everybody but you could just easily go out and kill someone like that so not certain people but like people like obviously they should go through um uh, training, but like, you know, to get it, like you should go through a lot of that in order to be able to carry a gun. And, yeah. Okay, so this might be a dumb example, but it's like an example of what she said, like on Grey's Anatomy, there's an episode where he has this arm, uh, like, a, like a bazooka, and he shoots it, intending to have fun, but he shot his friend, and like the bomb was stuck in his chest. Like, that's, like, an example of, like, what she said, exaggeration. And not having, and what I said, in not having enough capacity of holding a weapon. So as we can hear, we are having a lot of different points of view. There is agreement, and also there is disagreement, as a community has to deal with. That's the point of a democracy, like it has been mentioned several times during this conversation today. And the idea of this session is not to influence who you have to vote for. As a society, we should be intelligent enough to understand and comprehend the consequences of our actions or inactions towards voting and who to vote for or what to vote for. The idea of this session is to bring to your minds that the voices of our youth in the city of Holyoke they have something to say. They have a lot going on through their minds because they are also living throughout the consequences of what is decided on the polls. So with that said, I just want to make sure that our youth begins to get more involved and continue getting involved in the process of the elections and what are the changes, what are the situations that need to be addressed because in a few years from today, they are going to be the ones deciding the future of our society. 
This session is the beginning of a strong conversation on different topics and to keep cultivating, exchanging points of view, even if there is disagreement between them, because that is the important part of this, to have the capacity of discuss topics that are sometimes hard to talk, even uncomfortable, but being able to talk about them face to face. And sometimes many of you grown-ups out there, you fail epically every single time. So I hope this session today helps a little bit of a reminder and a way to set an example for our youth on do things right and make sure our society continues being functional by exercising the right to vote. With this, we conclude this session. And just to remind you, vote. So important and so decisive because the future, the immediate future of our country depends on that. So don't forget to vote. I want to thank all of our group of the Ethnic Studies class from Holyoke High, both the North Campus and Dean Campus, for being part of this conversation. And this is Radio Plasma. The session has been recorded at the Plasma Media Lab in the Gandora Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. Our sound engineer is Berenice Vargas. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening. <laughs>